Welcome to the show guys, this is Athlete Maestro and the goal with every single episode of the show is to help you break your mental and physical limitations in sports as well as come up with a strategy that will help you achieve your sports goals. On today's episode guys, it's another selects edition and I want to flash back to episode 389 when we looked at how to improve your sports IQ. You see, the honest truth is that the more you understand your sport, the more you understand how to implement the tactics and the skills of your sports, the better it is. And of course, I remember when we had Tom Miro on the podcast and I asked him, I said, what's the difference between the elite athletes and the average athletes or the athletes who are up and coming? And he said, look, it is the speed of thought. You see, when you're playing as an amateur, you don't have to do things as fast. But when you get to that elite level, you have to do things pretty quickly and that's where sports iq comes in knowing what to do and when and being able to do it fast yes you can pass the ball do you know when you should pass the ball how quickly can you decide on the type of pass that you should give and i went to town on that episode in how to develop your sports iq and of course there was also the episode with dr scott goldman where of course he talks about the athletics intelligent quotient so it's another angle to this whole discussion but for this episode it's the selects edition where we are going back to episode 389 how to develop your sports iq this episode guys is brought to you by my free email course for footballers so if you're a footballer and you want to learn the five most important skills that you need as a footballer then that is a free email course you want to jump on head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash fm email course so fm stands for football mastery fm email course to get your hands on that free email course today trust me it is the difference between you achieving your sports goals and of course you continuing like every other average footballer out there when you get your hands on that free email course when you've subscribed come back to this episode selects edition how to improve your sports iq welcome to athlete maestro a podcast tailored for athlete development improvement and peak performance and now here's your host but let's talk today's topic guys how to improve your sports iq but first guys you need to understand what sports iq is you see everyone thinks that sports iq is about talent now of course it has certain links to talent because there are certain people who just have certain understandings for their sports i would like to think that i was one of such athletes you know who just understood how sports work now of course there was extra work that went into perfecting and putting all of that together but generally that innate understanding was there and of course you're going to see with so many of these guys but you see sports iq guys is more than just talent it is more than just talent it's an interpretation it's you recognizing engaging and solving complex sports problems so your sports uh, whichever one it is you know it's going to have difficult moments it's going to have in-game moments where of course you need to adjust you need to think through certain moments so how exactly are you able to recognize those moments how are you able to engage in those moments and how are you able to solve those problems you see that is what your sports iq is so it involves the knowledge of your sports oh yes you're a striker yes you're a midfielder or yes you're a defender okay but in certain situations of the game can you categorically say that this is what i want to do or this is how i'm going to do or this is the best decision that i could have taken you know just like i gave with that example when we brought alan stein jr on he said look everybody can pass the basketball you know that is 
not an issue at all. But the question that you must ask yourself is, do I know when I should play certain passes? So let me give you an example. Now, of course, majority of you listen to my voice now. Majority of you watch football. So uh, let's say the English Premiership, for example, which has recently just resumed. You know, so you have a striker who is approaching two defenders and he has two of his supporting teammates with him. So that's a three against two. So the guy is in the middle. Now, how does that guy know whether to pass to the left or whether to pass to the right or which of his teammates is in the best position to take advantage of that counter-attack. And of course, on the defensive side, so you're two defenders against three attackers. You as a defender, how do you approach the striker with the ball or do you pay attention to the defend to the attackers that are not with the ball or how exactly do you do? Do you put yourself in the middle or what is the approach that you take? You see, this is where sports IQ comes in, guys. You see, because you're recognizing the issue at hand. Okay, I have to make a decision. I have to understand quickly. I see all of these things are in the spur of the moment. So it's not like you're going to have five minutes to think about it. You're going to have probably, what, less than a second, the chance is gone. You know, so all of those things, you see, understanding and developing your sports IQ is what sets you apart. So you can say that it's expertise and judgment in certain moments of your sport so the expertise that you have and the judgment which of course is making the right decision so if you're approaching the defender for example if the defender to your left commits okay should you then give the ball to your supporting teammate on your left as well which of course bypasses that defender or you do you give it to the one on the right that they are not anticipating of course that other person that maybe returns the pass in future because you'd have seen this so many times in various sports if it comes to american football for example the quarterback's job you see when the ball comes out of the huddle to the quarterback you know it's like scattered season because you know the titans are jostling for space the wide receivers are jostling for space as well okay where does he throw the ball to so if the wide receiver is currently being marked by one of his opponents okay does he still throw the ball to that guy or does he throw the ball to a future position where the wide receiver thinks that he's going to throw the ball to and you have seen this with tom brady so many times where of course they throw the pass to where the wide receiver ought to be and not where the wide receiver is. So they're going to throw it five meters in front of you or 10 meters in front of him. Of course, if, if he's anticipating his quarterback or if his own sports IQ is also on point, he's going to know that, hey, look, this guy is close marking me. For example, if my quarterback throws the ball to me currently in the position that I am, it's going to be a waste because there's a higher chance that he can intercept it. But if he throws the ball five meters ahead and I anticipate that he's going to do that, Obviously, this guy that is marking me is not anticipating the same way. So what can I do? I can spin off of him and then I can move. And of course, when I was watching a documentary on Tom Brady and of course his success and all of that, there was a time during one of the preseason trainings that they were doing with Bill Belichick. Around This was way back, probably when you know Tom Brady just started, 2003, 2004, there about. You know, and Bill Belichick was telling Tom Brady, look, that, you know, see the centimeters in the passes that you throw to your wide receiver or to your titan is the difference maker between a touchdown and an interception. So the height, you get, because many of you will just see that and say, oh, you know, the job of the quarterback is just to throw the ball. You see, it's way beyond that. You see, the height that you're throwing the ball is the difference between the guy catching the ball and being able to score a touchdown and, of course, the opposing team intercepting that pass and probably returning for a touchdown against your team. You see, all of these guys, they are sports 
IQ related. And of course, you would have said, you have heard about Albert Einstein and many of all these other guys, you know, and the IQ that they have. So, which means that, you know, they were so intelligent that they could solve problems. You know, they could see it. I mean, you give them a complex math problem. Many of you and I, you know, we have to get a biro, get a pen out, you know, and start calculating. We would need calculators. But you see, many of all these guys, snap of a finger, they're solving the problem already. You see, because their IQ was so high and that is the same thing guys that applies to sports so sports like you guys involves knowledge of your sport so how knowledgeable are you about your sport how much knowledge do you have about your sports it also involves your vision and your anticipation so can you see certain moves ahead you know and it's just like tennis so like i said on monday the u.s open uh, is upcoming as at the time of this recording uh, but by the time you're hearing this it certainly has started you know you're going to see tennis and i'm going to think that okay tennis is just about hitting the ball across the net to your opponent until somebody gets tired and of course maybe makes an error hits the ball out or hits the net but you see what you would not understand i see this are the things that have set roger federer Rafael Nadal and Novak Djokovic apart from all the rest of the other guys. See, these are guys that have been dominating for about what? 15, they're about years now, 15 years or more. And many of all these guys cannot touch them. Why? Because their sports IQ is so high. See, their vision for their sport is so good that, you know, when they're hitting the ball across to their opponents, you see, everything is done with particular intent. They're either trying to draw the opponent out of position so that they can then hit the winning shots or they are baiting their opponent seeing how he responds you see all of this guys vision anticipation knowledge you see all of this is what you call sports iq so how can you improve your sports iq guys first thing is just be a student of your sport i've said it so many times on the podcast and you might think that okay i'm sounding like a broken record but you see this is the way that you get better i cannot imagine a mechanic who doesn't work on cars and expects to be a better mechanic. How exactly are you supposed to improve? Okay, so you say you work on Toyota cars, or you say you work on Honda cars, or you say you work on a Ferrari, or you say you work on a Rolls Royce or a Tesla. If you don't consistently work on those cars, how exactly are you going to be better at it? First thing, guys, you have to be a student of your sport. You have to quiz yourself in various situations of your sport. So you sit down and say, okay, if this scenario happens in my sport, how exactly am I supposed to respond? So let's assume that you are a striker in the example that I gave. You see, it is not in that moment that you're going to begin to decide, okay, what should I do? How am I going to play? Should I go left? Should I go right? You see, that is where mistakes occur. And of course, the defense recovers the ball. But you see, if you've been a student of your sport, these are situations that would have come up in your mind time and time again. And of course, you'd have watched so much tape. You see, what makes the likes of Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and many of all those great American football players great is that they were students of your sport. You see, these are guys that watch hours of tape. Now, why are they watching hours of tape? Because they're putting themselves in various scenarios. Okay, this happened in the last game. Okay, why did I make that mistake? Okay, what could I have changed around? Okay, if it happens again, okay, can I scan to my left now and see that, okay, maybe a player might have been open. Maybe there might have been another option for me maybe some other scenario or some other thing that I could have done to have made the play better. Okay, then they look at the team, the other team. Okay, this is how they approach. You see, you have to be a student of your sport, guys. There is no other way to paint it. If you're not a student of your sport, how exactly are you supposed to get better? And you see, all of this adds to the difference maker between you and the other athlete. You see, because not every athlete is going to be a student of your sport. So how are they supposed to improve their IQ? First thing, guys, you have to be a student of your sport. Number two is you have to master visualization. You see, you can be a student of your sport, uh, but you don't improve your vision. So I sit down and I watch game film, I watch game film, I watch game film for hours. <laughs> Nothing changes. You see, if you don't have the ability 
to put yourself mentally in those positions to anticipate what you might or might not do, then you see you haven't mastered the art of realization. And of course, if you missed that episode with Suhe Gomez, I want you to go back and listen to it because she talked about something called the lemon script, where of course you practice whether or not visualization is for you and actually helps you improve your visualization as well so we head over to that episode guys uh, with sue gomez where we talked about those things guys you have to master visualization because if you're going to improve your sports iq you have to be able to see yourself in those positions the only way that you're going to be able to see yourself in those positions is to visualize it okay if i find myself in this position what do i do and of course i gave this example as well about michael phelps where you know there were so many times in training where his goggles will fill out now of course he could have stopped midway in that training session changed the goggles out and then continue to train. But guess what Michael Phelps will do? Michael Phelps will continue, even though his goggles were filled up with water, and of course, which means that he couldn't see, and he will continue. Guess what? Guess to the Olympics, same thing happens. His goggles begin to fill up in one of the races. How does he go on to win that race? By understanding that, look, I've been here before. This is something that I had anticipated. This is something that I've actually visualized happening to me. He began to count his strokes. And that was how he was able to finish the race. And that was how he was able to win. Guys, you have to master visualization because you have to put yourself mentally in those positions. So if I find myself in this position, how do I respond? If I find myself in this position, what do I do? What should my response be? Because you're going to see things from various angles. That's number two thing, guys. Number three is practice to refine muscle memory. Practice to refine muscle memory. You see, just like I gave the example, you know, with the mechanic, you see, you cannot say that uh, you are an expert at something or you cannot say that you're trying to be an expert at something if you do not practice. So beyond being a student of your sport, you now actually have to put those things to practice. But you see, it's not just ordinary practice. It's not just normal practice. You're practicing to refine muscle memory. And what do I mean by practicing to refine muscle memory? You see, there are things that you do without thinking about it. Now, you're going to hear in football terms now you're going to hear things like is a natural born finisher you're going to hear that he knows where the goal is you're going to hear that you know he doesn't need to look before he realizes where the goalkeeper is positioned he can see things out of the corner of his eye you're going to hear all these little little terms you see what in essence they're saying is that you see these are guys who have practiced so much that it's more or less second nature to them so you see their residual memory all of the things that they're practice is so ingrained in their residual memory that they do it without even thinking about it they do it almost naturally and see that is the point that you need to practice because just like i said in the game itself you're not going to have five minutes to make up your decision you're not going to have a minute to make up your decision you see all of these things happen split second at most you have one second to make a decision and of course the opportunity goes away from you completely you know imagine for example you're a 100 meter runner now most 100 meter races will be less than 10 seconds if you make a mistake i mean you're gone because you don't have time to think that okay this is what i should have done this is how i should have approached it okay this is what i should have you're not going to have that time the race is already done before you even start doing that i see that's why you have to practice to refine muscle memory so get your mind involved when you are actually practicing those things so i mean you go out to practice i mean you've been a student of a sport you've watched tape you've seen things happen you've seen all of these things now okay you want to put yourself physically in those positions then you go out to the track you get your football get out to the pitch you get the ball whether it's basketball whichever one it is and of course you want to practice those things you have to get your mind involved in the practice so don't just go through the motions physically get your mind involved in that process that is where the difference comes guys number three thing is practice 
to refine muscle memory so that it becomes second nature to you in that moment split second you can take the decision because it feels like you have done it so many times number four thing guys is you need to ask questions now of course i'm not saying that number one to three which is be a student respond master visualization practice to refine muscle memory uh, are going to be things that you know at the tip of your finger you're going to easily be able to do them no you see there are going to be certain times you're going to be confused there's going to be certain times that you're not going to understand certain things where of course like i said 3v2 in football okay which decision is better you see these are situations where you can actually ask questions you can ask your coach okay look if this happens again in another game uh, what would you rather have had me do what were certain things that you have wanted me to look out for in the defense or maybe in any of my opponents or would you have wanted me to go it alone you know so many scenarios you see apart from you being a student of you can ask questions nobody is saying that you have to have all the solutions you have to have everything sorted out you have to have everything solved no you see you can ask questions that is one of the reasons why other people exist that's one of the reasons why it's not only you playing your sport and if it's a singular sport you know like tennis or track and field you have a coach you have a team around you ask questions okay in this thing and of course you rob minds and of course as you've always heard two heads are better than one or maybe three heads are better than one ask questions guys that's number four and of course the final thing which is closely related to number one is learn from the best you see there is no scenario or situation that you're going to find in your sport that hasn't happened before the chances of whatever it is that's happening to you the chances of it being the first time are so low that it's almost non-existent any situation i'm going to find myself in it more often than not has happened before so you can learn from the best of the best who have been in that position and that is why the monday episodes of athlete master exists you see these are the best of the best guys that have done it before okay what was their approach what did they do and how can i emulate that add it to my own training and of course begin to see that difference so closely related to you being a student of your sport watching film you know asking questions uh, putting yourself in various situations learn from the best guys and of course speaking of sports iq there are certain uh recent moments like for example the usc fight between stipe miocic and daniel Cormier. now of course daniel Cormier is a guy i've looked at previously on the podcast you'll notice that in first round of course i'm not expecting you to have watched the fights but i'm just giving an example of where sports iq comes in you see there was a time in the fourth round where cp miocic began to throw uh, body shots to daniel Cormier. of course daniel Cormier arguably was already winning the first three rounds and it was dominant you know but stipe miocic started throwing these body shots and he realized that the body shots were hurting daniel Cormier. and of course that every time he hit the body shot Daniel Cormier dropped his hands, which exposed his head. Guess what he did? You know, throughout that fourth round, he began to throw body shots. He began to throw body shots. You see, there was a time where he caught Daniel Cormier with one particular body shot where he could see physically that he was winded. It literally hurt him. And guess what? Because his hand dropped, he went to the head. You see, he adapted his mind to the situation and the difficulty that he was currently facing. And guess what? He won that fight by knockout. You'd have seen LeBron James in the NBA and how of course the iq that he has for the sport is so high that you know the clock is 24 seconds for each team to play and make a basket you see he understands that time so much that he's able to utilize it to his advantage and of course to the disadvantage of the other side for fighters like floyd mother you would have heard things like ring generalship you know so understanding either how to cut off the ring or how to evade your opponent or how to be dominant how to keep the fight in the center how to take the fight to the ropes you see all of these things guys they're sports iq i see the more you improve your sports iq the difference is going to be for you in your career so understand that sports iq is more than talent it's about you recognizing 
engaging and solving the complex problems that you face in sports and of course the expertise and your judgment in those moments so we're talking about the knowledge of your sport the vision the anticipation that you have we talked about brian abana as well and the second lesson that we talked about him on monday was learn to readapt your game you see you only readapt your game when your sports iq is high knowing that okay i have to offer more value so the five things guys that you can do you need to be a student of your sport you don't get better if you're not a student number two master visualization you have to see yourself in those positions number three practice to refine muscle memory don't just train physically get your mind evolved so that you can do it easily on demand number four thing is ask questions nobody knows it all i don't know it all so if i don't know it all how much more you ask questions that of course final thing is learn from the best learn from the best And there you have it, guys, in plain terms for you to understand in terms of how that you work. So what is Sports IQ? How can you be a student of the game? Mastering visualization, then practicing to refine muscle memory. We talked about it all. So I hope you grabbed your pen and your paper. You took notes so that you could easily know what is working, how better you are getting at improving your understanding of your sport because trust me this is the difference between you and every other average athlete out there so in implementing in knowing what to implement the speed with which you implement it as well head over to the website guys athletemaestro.com check out all the free and paid resources that we have for you there all of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports while at the same time ensuring that you are getting to the point where you have the right strategy to help you achieve your sports goals athletemaestro.com if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review what are you waiting for what your rating and review does is that it's going to let other athletes find the podcast know that this is a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their goals in sports athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe you have any questions whatsoever you want me to answer them on the podcast or privately send me a mail tola at athlete maestro.com tola at athlete maestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there i want you to improve your sports iq i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day